All right, Warden Guillory. Thanks. It's a puzzle, no question. But if he's there, he can't be here, too. I'll be in touch. Chief Medical Examiner Andy Broussard hung up and stared into space, his hand remaining on the phone. Then he picked up the file that had come over from Central Records and looked again at the mugshot of Ronald Cicero. The man in the picture and the guy on the table downstairs in the morgue were obviously the same person. The photo had been taken 19 years ago, when Cicero had been booked for killing a clerk in a liquor store robbery. Now, at 68, he didn't look much different, and his prints matched. He'd been sent to the state prison at Angola for life, and the warden had just said he was still there. Broussard closed the file and tossed it onto his desk. He reached into the fishbowl of lemon drops next to the wooden sign that read, Those who don't believe the dead can come back to life should be here at quitting time, and popped a candy into each cheek. He then rocked back in his chair and folded his stubby fingers over his ample belly, his mind going back to the odd lesions he'd found in the depths of Cicero's brain, clean holes of degeneration without signs of inflammation. That was perplexing enough, one puzzle to a customer. Now the warden at Angola says he's got Cicero. Broussard reflected on the situation for about 90 seconds, the lemon balls in his cheek clicking around his mouth like marbles in a sack. Hitting on a way to solve two of his problems at the same time, he rocked forward in his chair and reached for the phone book. Oh, it's gone, the woman moaned, stomping her heel on the floor. She turned to Kit and pointed at the wall. Yesterday, in that spot, there was a scene of Jackson Square right after a rain, with the light reflecting off the wet bricks. Kind of eerie. I remember it, Kit Franklin said. Is it in the back somewhere? The woman asked hopefully. I'm afraid it's sold. Why'd you do that? People give us money, we give them pictures. It's kind of a business thing. You don't have to be snotty about it. She was right, of course. The customer should always be right, even if they ask stupid questions. It was just hard for Kit to adapt to her current status. Five weeks earlier, she'd been the medical examiner's suicide investigator and psychological profiler for the police. Now, a clerk. No one had forced this on her. It had been her choice. To Broussard and everyone else who knew her, a totally puzzling one. Of course, they hadn't been degraded and humiliated by a pair of psychotic kidnappers. It was all still fresh in her mind. The PhD, the big psychologist, totally dominated by two bottom feeders. Who wouldn't suffer a loss of confidence after that? She'd felt like a fraud. Like if she had a CAT scan, they'd find that the ventricles in her brain were hugely enlarged and she was getting by on a thin shell of gray matter. It could happen, had already, in fact, to another woman in this country. You could look it up. Such a person shouldn't be investigating anything. They should be a clerk. And right now, she wasn't even doing that well. I'm sorry, she said to the irritated customer. Would you like to order a print of that photo? I'm sure the owner has the negative and would be happy to make one for you. Tell him he can take his negative and shove it.
As the woman stormed out, the phone rang. Boyd's Gallery. Kit, is that you? Andy Broussard said. Sometimes I wonder myself. It's good to hear your voice. You too. Say, I've got a problem over here I was hoping you'd be willing to help me with. I'm not good at solving problems. This one's pretty straightforward. I just don't have anyone I can put on it. I don't know. Please, as a personal favor.